0: All right, welcome back to Tampa Bay Cop Talk, uh, and we are again previewing the upcoming match for, <laughs> for Liverpool, which is Chelsea. Of course, first we probably should have a little bit of a Thiago Friday uh,
1: celebration. Thiago <laughs> <Tiago> Alcantara. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> well, he's alive. He's back. Oh, so, if you are unaware, we are recording this on Tiago Friday, which turned into 60 million pound Friday, which actually ends up being 5 million pound Friday. and We'll break back. it all down for you. Uh, but, yeah, Tiago signs, Diogo Hoda signs. Uh, apparently, we're in talks for center back. If you were FHG out uh, but a week ago, you're in shambles now. I don't know what you <laughs> know what to think. Well, yeah, reactions uh, from around the board, David. How you feeling? If you're FSG out,
1: you're (laughs) kind (laughs) of like Homer Simpson meme, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. Oh man, I'm just glad it's done. Like we all know what the kind of player he is, and of course, everybody wants him. So it's it's not like a matter of oh, should we get him? Of course, we should. I'd love to get him, but you know, it's not always like these things are just done. And this, this gets back to what we were talking about on the previous show about, folks, there was a month left in the window. Chill. And sure enough, it gets done like two weeks later. So, ah, man, I can't believe just all this is happening in one day. I mean, I was just, I was just happy yesterday when the news broke that it was definitely going to get done. And then today, all the, all the photos, the videos, and everything, I was like, oh, thank God, this is done. I can stop hearing about Tiago, and I can just watch him play now. So, yeah, I'm what a day tiago friday make it a national holiday <laughs> <laughs> international holiday uh, oh yeah make it make it a holiday in liverpool intergalactic holiday how about that september 18th every year
0: <laughs> day off work how, did, how are you feeling uh today andrew
2: um well i think i erased my therapist uh, number from my speed dial i think i'm good i don't need it I'm good. Everything's fine, dude. Everything's fine in the world. Uh, you know, like uh, I've I've been vocal on the podcast about how, oh, we're not going to sign anyone, and I'm freaking out about it, and Messi's coming, and now Bale is coming, so that brings me another set of nerves. But damn, all that we got this big, beautiful man behind. Yes. We got Thiago. We got this Portuguese dude from Wolves. He's going to bite some people. You know, Wolf we'll pack it up. And I don't even know what I'm saying. That's the beauty yeah. of it. It's Friday. We, we spent five, we spent $5, like, we're good,
1: bro. Yeah. Like, um, I was like, you're nervous about Bale? He'll be injured, like, three games in. Yeah, the guy hasn't know, played you know, more than 20 minutes in a game in, like, no, 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 six no. years.
2: I, I know. I just, I, you know, uh, more, I don't even know why I'm nervous, but it doesn't make any sense. They're going to be, like, maybe fourth. We'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, man, it's it's been great. Um, and then, obviously, we're we're going to buy a center back from Turkey. Cool. Um, I like kebabs, you know, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. That is the that is the current hot rumor, and just given that uh, the Hota stuff came out of nowhere, you're inclined to believe it at present moment. That that rumor, yeah,
2: yeah. E- everything's true. possible now. I'll it's believe
0: anything today.
2: Hey, okay. and no, but what, <laughs> what's interesting is that remember, guys, we bought Matit from or Matip, whatever you know, from Shalke too. So maybe there's a good relationship. Maybe we can, maybe we can spend two fifty. $2.50 over there and for the first year of the, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, amortization or whatever you call it. So, so yeah, man, it's all,
0: it's all coming together and just out, <laughs> and
2: so nothing can go wrong this weekend.
0: Just Financial to fill free. out the, uh, the information for those who don't know the $5 comments from Andrew. So the fee for Hoda is 41 million rising to 46 million. Uh, and the Tiago fee was $25 million, I believe I saw. But the thing about both of those deals is uh, basically Wolves considered the first payment to be the transfer of Kiana Hoover. So we're not paying anything for Diogo Hoda this year. That'll be paid over, I think, the next three seasons, the rest of the fee. I think we knock off like 12 or $13 million this year with the Hoover uh, transfer. Um, and then with the Tiago deal, we only pay $5 million upfront and we pay the rest of it over the next four years and 5 million pound installments. So basically, even though we've signed 60 million worth of footballer today, we've only paid 5 million to do it. And I think we all once again have to give praise to the almighty Michael Edwards, who was here before God himself uh, and before the Big Bang and is probably the one that created the universe uh, because he is an absolute <laughs> magician in the transfer market. And he's done it again, 5 million pounds to get two players that, that we need. Uh, excited to see Thiago and some of the stats you see from Hota mimic what Mane was doing when he was at Southampton and we've obviously seen what Klopp's been able to do with that type of player so it's a beautiful Friday and it's, even, it's made even better by the fact that upcoming this weekend is one of those uh, matches that gets your blood going, gets your heart pumping we're playing uh, <laughs> the blue side with the Russian oil money, uh, Chelsea FC um, okay. And yeah, what, what, Andrew, you sat down and you talked, uh, tell, tell us, tell the listeners about that plug the pod that you did a little bit.
2: Yeah. Plug the pod guys. Uh, I sat down with Dan, uh, from London is blue podcast. The series just rambling rivals will be in the, in all the descriptions below and all that good stuff. But, um, no, he was an intelligent guy. He spoke facts. Um, he, he was very nice. You know, I, I, I had a bit of banter and he was just like, yep. Yeah, I'm so flashy and like I said, wine. And I'm just going to avoid all that banter that you threw at me. Uh, although you know, and he he talks like I said, a lot of facts, very rational. But one thing I d- disagree with him strongly was this idea that you know, if they start slipping up, that there's I just don't. He believes that Chelsea would have to be like relegation in order for Frank to get fired, and I just don't see that. If God forbid, so, or you no. Know, actually god please do that um that something happens this season with frank i think he'd be gone before the end of next se- or before the start of next season or christmas literally that's the only thing i disagreed with the young man um but no it was fantastic to talk to him and um, you know i really like or you know happy that he he joined us
0: for that yeah. huh? so just that a, little, a little chelsea news before we kind of think about what they're trying to do against us uh Ziyech, Pulisic, Thiago Silva, all out. Uh, Thiago Silva is the only one that has a possible chance, but Frank Lampard said today that he doesn't think he has enough time to make it for the squad against us, um, which is a big boost because they bought Thiago Silva to, to bolster their back line and to give them a bit of maturity back there. And to be honest, Pulisic is the only reason they finished fourth last season. So it's, it's promising for us. And Zich is is a playmaker. Um, so it's nice not to have him plus it forces Kai Havertz to have to play out on the wing as he did last game against Brighton. And even though they won three, one, uh, you know, Kai Havertz didn't come waltzing into the premier league. Um, but yeah, what are you expecting from Chelsea this weekend, David?
1: Um, I think it's going to be a pretty similar lineup to like what you would have seen last year. Of course, Werner will be in it. That'll be the big difference. Um, I didn't watch their first game, so it's hard to say. Well, so, I'm, like, trying to even remember everyone that they got. It was Zayich, Werner, and who's the other kid? Kai uh, Havertz. Havertz.
0: Yeah, Kai Havertz.
1: And, yeah, so maybe he's in the lineup. Um,
0: oh, also, Ben Chilwell is hurt, so he doesn't make his debut yet for Chelsea.
1: So, I mean, it's basically going to be the team we played, what, uh, the night we won, the, the, the night we lifted the trophy right? yeah. That's basically what you're going to get minus Willian, which was, you know, a big part of what they did at the time. So and without Pulisic in there, I, I mean, it's actually kind of a weakened Chelsea side when you really think about it. Um, so I don't expect too much from them in terms of like, really, they're going to score goals probably. Uh, they'll get a goal or two, uh, but I just think they're they're pretty rough at the back still. They did not address the biggest concern for them in my opinion, in the off season, and the two guys that they got to try to address it are not even going to be playing in the game. so, yeah, I, I'm expecting us to score some goals. That's uh, I don't expect, I mean they'll they'll be all right going forward and everything because they still have Conte and they still have you know some really good players in the attacking half, but I expect us to win. So. I. So
0: Andrew, you probably are the one with the most inside information on Chelsea, given that you did <laughs> just do that that interview. So what yeah. are you expecting?
2: So um, yeah, much like you you've already mentioned that you know they're you know they have some injuries. so at, according to my guest, Dan, he or our guest Dan, he thinks that Alonzo will play in left as left back because he thinks that his height would be good against van dyke and and our set piece uh, prowess. Um, yeah, good luck with that. But um, Ben Dyke is a monster of a man. But anyway, um, no, I I did watch Brighton uh, for the most part. Obviously, you, you know that paywall with uh, NBC. Not too happy about that. However, um, they looked kind of awful in that game, especially in the first half. You know, it reminded me much of Arsenal, kind of like sit. They were they were you know dominated in uh, particularly like their right back. Uh, Brighton's right back got got a um, got a sniff of the game, and you know what I mean against Alonso. So. Uh, yeah, Trent and Salah, yeah, good luck with that side. Um, I, I see them playing on the counter, and I, I, that makes me worried a little bit because if they play anything with a, with the a discipline that Arsenal showed us in the last six months because they've beaten us twice, right, it, it makes me worried because obviously, although we're away from home and there is no crowd, so you theoretically, like, home field advantage is not a thing anymore. Um, it, it, it's still, for my anxiety, it still worries me. But no, damn that Thiago's gonna be on the bench. He's gonna come on, <laughs> uh, chip over, Salah, loud. Ninetieth minute winner, done. <laughs> like, yeah. no, I'm kidding. But no, as we'll get to score predictions later. But that only worries me that it maybe maybe Frank has something up his sleeve in terms of de- defense and whatnot. But at the same time, I don't see them playing. And also, Havertz didn't look, key, eh. you know, paying playing him on the right. I think long term he's probably more suited to like a number ten. So, um, but Werner, wow, he looks a player. Um, go, whoever starts Gomez or my or Mati, like, you know, that's an argument for another day. Uh, but they're going to be on their toes. I mean, obviously Van Dyke can, you know, put that shit on cruise control. He'll keep up with Werner. He'll be fine. But I worry about the others. Um, so yeah, short story. I'm worried, but I think we'll be all right. But,
0: uh, Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the thing to keep in mind is that, uh, Klopp has successfully implanted himself into Frank Lampard's head. Oh, so yes, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. We, we are the champions, which comes with its own level of expectations going into every match. Everyone wants their scalp. That'll be no different for Chelsea. There's obviously that added little bit of rivalry in recent times. But then there's that third layer of spice, which is that remember how the game ended with Frank Lampard getting upset because we were giving it the big one. We haven't, we've won the league one fucking time and we're giving it the big one. Uh, and so, and also Klopp has gotten into Frank's head over the whole transfer fee situation. Uh, Frank Lampard has been spending a bit of his time in the pre-match press conferences having to justify his transfer fees, talking about Liverpool's transfer fees for some of our players. Uh, so I think Klopp has gotten in his head a little bit. Does that lend itself to Frank Lampard? maybe overthinking it tactically does he try to come out and go for it because he wants blood does he sit back and defend does he open himself up to the counter-attack um there's that there's that added layer of uh I, I don't know what to call it but you just don't know what could happen in regards to that because you know, Frank Lampard is a young manager he's still learning the ropes Jurgen Klopp has done a bit of a Ferguson on Rafa Benitez move and gotten into his head early uh and he's already thinking – you know, he's, he's he's thinking about other things other than just the match straight ahead, which I think bodes well for us. Um, but, yeah, Tiago Silva not being in there. The fact that Kepa is still their goalkeeper. I mean, you oh, still yeah,
2: for, money. We, I completely forgot about that because Dan was talking all the time like – he was talking as if they already signed the damn keeper. I'm like, well, bro, you didn't sign nobody. So I completely <laughs> forgot about Kepa's play. Yeah.
0: They signed somebody, but I've never heard of him, and he doesn't have much of a reputation. And, Wait, did, uh, it, did it go through officially? I've, I, the last I saw is that they signed some, like, bargain basement keeper, which is strange to me because you spent all this money in all these other positions. Maybe they're still holding out hope that Kepa will be something different other than what he is. Um, people keep trying to make the David De Gea arguments of like, well, he's young and he's maturing, but Kepa's much older than David De Gea was when he was making those kind of mistakes when he first came into Manchester United. Um, but yeah, just the fact that it's the Thiago Silva is the, the the older, more mature center back they bought to shore up the defensive problems and Kepa won't be there. I'm not too worried. Kai Havertz might figure it out on the right wing. He just looked uncomfortable out there. Werner is a player, but... I trust our guys. You know, you you wanna you wanna show a guy that's just shown up uh for his first game in the Premier League to to not walk away feeling like he has it all figured out. You wanna give him a proper welcome. Um, so there there's not much of a surprise that I think Frank Lampard will throw our way. Maybe he plays three five at the back with the flying wingbacks for more defensive stability. But part of me thinks because Klopp is in his head, he's gonna go the arrogant route and just try to play that you know, the brand of football he's trying to implement and to his own detriment, honestly, uh, as, as I feel. But now, you know, the reason it will be to his own detriment is because, you know, the boys in red will be showing up to show him what football's all about. So let's turn our attention to what we think we're going to do. Obviously, the first match was a little bit more interesting than we'd care for it to be, but we came out with the three points. You know, the boys have just gotten back to playing football, not much of a preseason, maybe a, figuring out a couple of things in that first match. But this one's a pretty important match. You got to be at it. They've had a full week to prepare for it. Andrew, uh, what do you expect from us? A starting 11 style of play? Give me the whole thing.
2: Uh, You want the starting 11? Okay. I think uh, it will pretty much be the same. I I can't remember if Hendo is fit or not. He started. started. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. But if he's fit to make, I guess so. I don't, know, I don't know if that was because he was fit or more of like, hey, we didn't have a preseason. Let's give him a game kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I think the back five picks itself – or no, wait, I'm going to put – Matt. I would put Matip uh, ahead of Gomez for me. I mean, assuming he's fit. Um, the front three picks itself. Um, and then his midfield, you know, I want Keita, uh, Fabinho, and uh, probably Genie, I would say.
0: Uh, you dropped the captain.
2: I would drop the captain for this.
0: Um,
2: wow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, right, you guys?
1: <laughs> it's, an
0: it's an interesting shout. You know, Klopp has shown he likes to have that type of presence on the pitch for these big matches. But it's a shout. Genie, hey, Genie, funny, Genie could do it.
2: Just, just put Genie in. He'll be fine. <laughs> um, he just rub his thing. You know, three wishes. Everything will be fine. Um, yeah. know What am I saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude it's so hard to pick the midfield because it's like i want them all to play but that's not
1: only three of them do <laughs> i know i know that's what i'm saying
2: but and because i i think it's too big of a match to like uh, if we are if there's you know these rumors are to be true that you know hey we might play four two three one going like you know our evolution number one is too soon and number two it's too big of a potent uh in my opinion an opponent opponent to do that you know Klopp is not Guardiola he's not kind of gonna he's not a kind of guy to to experiment uh you know on a big game right so um you know yeah those three are fine and then obviously Thiago comes in and in you know the 65th minute and he has an assist and you know we win the game
0: done <laughs> right, how about you David what are you thinking
1: um no I think you said the 4-2-3-1 thing but uh, sorry not to like the, the eleven is the same eleven, except for I think maybe um, Wonaldom and for K like Fabinho. I think Fabinho starts. That means you got to drop somebody else from the midfield. K the started last game, maybe he doesn't start this game, or maybe you drop Genie. One of the two. I think Hendo will probably play if he's fit. If he's not, then it's you know Wonaldom and Kato alongside Fabinho. Everything else basically picks itself. I don't. He's not a knee-jerk kind of reaction manager, so because Gomez has struggled a little bit, he'll he'll stick out. He'll stick it out. He'll probably keep pushing him to kind of play through it and play back into his form. Um, so I, I just think it's probably all the same, other than that. Uh, and whether or not you see Thiago on Sunday, I don't I don't actually know. But he'll the whole thing the about the fourth,
2: no, sorry, huh?
1: you you don't think he'll be on the bench? I don't know. Uh, maybe you know we'll see how he's only going to have like one training session, yeah. so it, it we'll see. But um, the thing about the four two three one though, I don't know if it's as much of a foregone conclusion as people think. Everyone kind of for, seems to for, have forgotten that we played four two three one under Klopp for a couple of years before he shifted and evolved it into the four three three. So it's not really it wouldn't be an evolution to start playing that way. It would be sort of a a return to something that he'd already done before. And we already do play that way at times. We've seen him shifted into that uh, last season and the season before when we were having kind of different moments or maybe we needed to switch up the personnel. So I think if there's going to be an evolution, I, I I'm looking at what we're doing and there's this, I just have the sneaking suspicion that he may be, and we haven't seen it yet and we won't see it for a while but he may be laying the groundwork for like a three at the back. But we'll see like a three, five, two or a three, four, three, something like that. We'll see. I don't know. But I do think that that's a a possibility given the fact that we now have nine midfielders and that doesn't even include Marco Gruyich and Harry Wilson who are definitely going to be sold. (laughs) But, Yeah, like I just, I'm like, why do we have, we are stacking our midfield right now? There's a lot of options there, and he can do a lot of different things. Trent, as Jordan has noted so many times, (laughs) is is really more of a midfielder, and Robbo likes to get forward so much. And it would be good to kind of play them as full blown wing backs and have an anchor three at the back, and then you kind of experiment with everything else in the midfield. I mean, it's possible, So, I but we won't be seeing that for at least six months, probably, if it is going to become a reality. So right now, it's 4-3-3, and it kind of picks itself. Yeah,
0: um, I, th- I think for the midfield, which is really, at this point, the only thing we're really discussing, uh, there is a shout from Atip comes in for Gomez. People, people are 50 50 on Gomez's performance from Leeds. Half of the people are like, oh, he was shite. And then the other half were like, well, he turned it around. And then the second half, he did really well. Um, I don't know where Klopp's at with it. Um, he might be at the point where he's like, hey, oh, you lost your spot. Matip, you come in, you play. He played last year, started at Chelsea. He's class, he's done the job. Uh, when he's come in and played for us, I, you know, I, it might be the case that I don't even know the last time a team started in a match that Liverpool lost. I, I, don't, don't, I don't think he was playing during the Watford thing um, or subsequently much after the lockdown. So um, he would be a shot to go in, but the midfield, what you want is, is if Frank Lampard's going to play five at the back, that means he's going to be shorter in the midfield. You want people that can dominate the space that can press really well, that can win back the ball. So you're probably looking at Henderson, Vinaldum, and Fabinho. Um, that would be, in my opinion, the best midfield to play against Chelsea. Um, and then, yeah, if, if Chilwell isn't healthy and it's Alonzo down that left wing, they signed Chilwell for a reason. They obviously don't have faith in Alonso. Um, I have a lot of faith in Mo Salah and Trent going head-to-head up against him. Um, and honestly, I kind of expect us to lay down a marker early if we are to attack the league. Um, and, yeah, I expect us to do the business against Chelsea. Uh, and yeah, no, no, no formational experimentation, uh, to be had just yet. I think most of the formation experimenting is going to come with the B squad. Cause I think there is, and we'll probably have to have this discussion on the next episode, the bigger episode that we have. Uh, our B squad is really, really good. And you probably just want to play those 11 players in the, in the, System that best suits them so they can win matches as opposed to trying to force them to play necessarily what the first team is playing, which I think is where we've seen a lot of struggles with their backup team is when they come in, they're shoehorned into these positions and roles that they can't necessarily fill. So I think we'll construct a second system, a B squad system. And that's where most of the experimentation will go, but it won't be in this match. And so prediction times, what do you think is going to happen? Let's go to David first. Give me your score prediction.
1: I think it'll be a pretty open game. So I'm going to go with 4 2 to the Reds. Oh, wow. Uh, You know, they look, they are a good attacking team. They know how to score goals. They have options off the bench when it comes to the attack. So they'll string together good play. They will present a threat at different times throughout the match. So I'm going to go ahead. You know, we've been having a little bit of a defensive. Problem lately. It's not that we're, there's not class back there. It's just, you know, form is not the greatest at the moment. You got to play through it. So I think we give up a couple goals, but I also think that they're terrible at the back and they still have kept them between the sticks. And our attack is very sharp. We're great on set pieces. Uh, we're going to score at least three. That's what I'm okay.
0: going to say. <laughs> right Andrew, what is, what is your prediction?
2: I mean, I'm in two minds about it. I think it's either. I think it's either four one or it's three two. Um, obviously for the men in red. Um, I just can't decide if if Chelsea shows up or not, and um, you know whether Allison makes def- you know, you know, gravity-defying saves or whatever. But yeah, I think it's going to be an open match, and I'm going to be screaming and yelling. It's going to be fantastic. It's probably going to be really great for my blood pressure, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: I <laughs> 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 we'll have to so- make a doc
2: appointment next week and shit.
0: For the, for the Leeds match, I said I think it'll be a lot like Norwich in the opener last season, and I called 4-2, and it was 4-3. I think this one will be a lot like last year's Stanford Bridge match. They have a lot of new players that are betting in. They have a lot of new players that have never played together and especially have never played together against this Liverpool side, which a lot of people around in world football who have played it have cited it as being one of the tougher sides to play against. Um, they have had a week to prepare. But you played Brighton, you didn't have a proper baptism into to what the Premier League's like, Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, uh, the rest of them, whoever they may be. Um, and so I expect it to be a lot like last year's match, but, you know, I learned my lesson from doing that last week, and so I'm going to give each side one more goal from last year, and it'll be 3-1 Liverpool. <laughs> uh, Timo Werner will probably score to, to my chagrin but yeah that, that'll be it and Trent Alexander-Arnold will have a free kick goal and it'll be just as spectacular as last year's and that's how I feel um and so before we close out I guess the last thing we need to predict in regards to this match and we've kind of touched on it before is Tiago citing yes or no and if yes when uh Andrew
2: I mean I, I would love for him to make Uh, a substitution in the 65th minute, you know, we're up four nil or some dumb shit like that. But for whatever reason, I feel like Klopp doesn't make substitutions in the 65th minute. So that won't happen. I think uh, give him a cameo at, you know, on minute 78 or 75, uh, you know, so we can all do, and then we can all get shots in the bar or something like that, you know, when he comes on, (laughs) like, we'll have to talk to the bartender beforehand, but we'll, we'll have to sort something out. But yeah. Yeah uh number six yeah the or i don't yeah. know whatever I, i'm not a, <laughs> no, whatever. that's hard names are hard whatever uh, i'm drinking rum so right now Stay if
0: you listens to this podcast you'd like him to know please sub on tiago for the shots and only for yeah. the shots
2: <laughs> not for anything else important i mean
0: <laughs> how about you david I, I think you've already led on that what you think but tiago side um,
1: yes or no maybe uh i think it would have to it would take we'd have to be up you know three four nil but i don't expect him to play right away i really don't i think uh klopp will be a little bit conservative with him if you look at the way he's handled other players it's always kind of a little bit of a betting in period and sure but plays be- a whole bunch of expectation on them right out the gate so i'm gonna say no not not on sunday but i could be wrong actually i kind of hope i'm wrong <laughs>
2: But I mean, that, sorry, but that argument's true. Um, but all the other players were never, you know, already cut diamonds, right? They were gems, right? So this is a big, beautiful diamond at the store that you buy for the wives. This is not the, the plant tomatoes that you grow. You know what I'm saying? The, this this so, tomato's been grown.
0: To you know? support Andrew's theory, there is only one other player, because I saw a comment today about the Tiago transfer. In my adult life, I don't think Liverpool have ever signed. And they mentioned this on, the, on, I think, the Anfield Rap, too. I don't think Liverpool have ever signed a player that is, like, complete and at the peak of their powers and, like, definitively world-class at the moment they signed. And then when I thought about it, I was like, except actually, I think there was one other player that was like that. And his name is Virgil van Dyke. because I think when we signed him, everyone agreed in world football, no, this guy's a complete product. And he did start immediately in the next game. Um, Everton with that header. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) But but slightly different situation. We had a pressing need for a center back. We don't have a pressing need for a midfielder at the moment.
0: And also Everton are shit, so it wasn't much of a risk to start him anyways.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And look, if you're going to start a new player and bat him into a game, an FA Cup game is not a bad one. Yeah, yeah, especially because
0: Klopp has shown he doesn't really care about that competition anyways. Unless it's I've to not embarrass necessarily Everton.
1: Chelsea away in the league.
0: <laughs> yeah. The FA Cup merely exists for Jurgen Klopp to embarrass Everton with some players scoring a goal. Curtis Jones, Virgil van Dyke. that's the only point of the FA Cup.
2: Sure. Yeah. You know, but big, big. Uh, sorry, world-class players, uh, I think you drop them in any league, in any game, You know, they. you know, the big players make the big plays, you know what I'm saying? So I think that Although ninety nine percent of the time you're right, David. I just think that you don't have to do anything with this guy. If yeah. there was a a, a a system to learn, the dude's already the dude knows it. He's done. He doesn't know yeah. it. He 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 doesn't learn it in his sleep. He's like no, Tony Stark. He's, he's done. I think Good.
0: I think if we've been pursuing him since June, we've sent him the playbook long ago, and he's been yeah, studying exactly. it, so to speak.
2: He knows sure, sure but you know that know all the signals, all that bullshit. He's
1: good. You know that this isn't American football; like it's not just like <laughs> run this route. It's like you got to have chemistry. I, here, you got to play with each other. Metaphors,
2: metaphors, David.
1: Listen, I'm just saying, though. I'm not saying like, actual play. I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is is that so much of it is dependent on knowing each other oh, and chemistry and seeing each David, other play in person and David, and playing like off football. of each other.
2: David, really smart. I'm drinking rum. It's Friday. Just just give me this one, man. Just say, yeah, <laughs> gonna come on. It's going to make us all happy. Fine.
0: Oh, to settle the <laughs> debate, I think the answer is he doesn't make an appearance. And Lincoln Town or whatever, Lincoln City, next, next on Thursday, and the League Cup should be very worried about the side they're going to face <laughs> <laughs> about what's going to happen to them. Because exactly. I think they're going to play against Tiago, and Tiago is going to be feeding Minamino. And Harvey Elliott and Rian Brewster and Divock Origi, if he's still around at this time next week because um, <clears throat> he may be well on the way out. But, no, I don't think we see Tiago. Uh, one day of preparation. They've already been given the, the pre-match instruction and stuff like that. The team's probably already picked. So, I don't imagine he sneaks in there. And I think they save him for the Thursday League Cup. And then going forward, you can probably expect at least to see him on the bench. But, yeah, I don't think we see a Tiago sighting. Um, and unless you fellas have anything else in regards to the Chelsea match, I, I think we can uh, we can say goodbye to everyone. Is there anything else from you, Andrew?
2: Right, man, that's it. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm trying to be subdued, trying to calm my nerves, you know. I'm excited, you know. We're, we're going to do crazy things, man. We're just going to do crazy things the whole season. It's just... I love it. I'm going to Vegas, baby. I'm going going to to Vegas.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) Last week he was in like a gray room, wearing like a wife beater, just drinking and crying. Dude, (laughs) like everything, everything's inspired.
2: To be fair, though, I'm not you know an FSG out fan or nothing. It's just you know I have, I have anxiety. You know that's all. And And now all that shit's gone away. We're all good. Everything's good. All good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> TGITF, thank God it's Tiago Friday. <laughs> yes.
2: like, are we
1: going to play ourselves out with the song at least? Oh, 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 oh. Ooh, ooh.
2: let me get it. Let me get
1: it. Yeah, me was get like, it. I, no. I was like, I've tried to pull it up on this computer, but the speakers on this computer are blown. So, look on YouTube, ladies, and it? It?
0: ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it has been Tampa Bay Cop Talk Chelsea versus Liverpool, 11.30 a.m. Sunday, Central Time or Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Off the Reds. Si amo Si amo
2: Si